it's the wait, that doesn't even sound like a little noisemaker type thing. No. What kind of New Year show intro is that? I don't know. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Here we go. Episode uh, 82. Everybody, welcome back. I am Scott, and I am Scott Duarte on this side, Chanel on that side. Excuse our poor uh, special effects, no, and you know it's their own fault. I'm not even going to apologize for it anymore. <laughs> it's their own fault for listening to our show. No, for not sending in uh, good intros because we've you know it ain't like we haven't told them. So you know that's true. It's, that's true. It's their punishment. They gotta. They gotta. It's their fault. <laughs> exactly. So, I'll, I'll go with that. There you go. Happy I'll New Year, everybody. Um, if you would if like... If you do want to send us intros, yes. then uh, go ahead and email it to us. You can email me at scottduarte, S-C-O-T-T-D-U-A-R-T-E, at education.org. I'll let you spell that one. Okay. Uh, or you can send it to me at S-C-O-T-T at E-D-G-Y-C-A-T-I-O-N dot O-R-G. All right. Also, you can leave uh, voice recordings on the MyChingo button on the site, www.education.org. Or video via Discuss and Seismic, or just regular comments via your keyboard. (laughs) Old school, baby. That's right. That's right. We rolling like it's 1980. No. (laughs) 89. Yeah. 89. Not for comments. That's a little too long ago. Well, that's true. 98, that's perhaps. True. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, let's break the news. All right, news. I don't think I got any. <laughs> um, well, we don't really, uh, there isn't a whole lot much in, there was a new year. There you go. It just changed. Nice. New year. Yeah. And then uh, there was a leap second. So last year was a second longer than this year will be. A leap second. Yep. Every so often they add a second to keep the calendars all straight. You know, I noticed that. Yeah, the day seemed just a tad longer. (laughs) It's like it would never end. And then it did. (laughs) In just a second. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, let's see, what, uh, do we got coming up for you guys this year? Well, we're going to try to get a few more interviews. Uh, we have a couple of ideas that we've hidden away, but we'll, uh, not announce those until we can actually figure out if they they will, uh, pan out or not. So, yeah, interviews. I mean, we tried to do a lot of them last year and it's going to be trickier now just because of the distance and the mic I'm recording in my basement, and Scott right now is recording at his house. Yep. So we used to do it in our office, and we could just pull our colleagues in 
and uh, talk about their fascinating projects that they were working on. Now it's a little more difficult, um, but we are going to still try to bring you good interviews at good quality recordings. So. Yes, with interesting people, too. Um, so now That's uh, not so important. No. <laughs> it's a plus. It's a bonus. <laughs> um, now, the, our goal, what, what you may find with the interviews is only one of us doing our the actual resolution. interview. Our resolution. Our res- not goal. Resolution. Okay, fine. <laughs> I've resolved. Uh, but what you may find is uh, when we do the interviews, because the logistics of getting the both of us together to do the interview is a little, um, let's say, complicated. Uh, what we may do is, uh, you know, if Scott finds somebody interesting, he'll drag him into the basement and uh, make him do the interview. and the, Or I'll, I'll go out and um, snag the interviews. Um, I got a new toy for Christmas. What did you get? I what got, did Santa bring you? Yeah. Uh, Santa brought me an Ederall uh, RH09. I forget what it is. It's um, anyway, it's a portable recorder. Uh, nice, like, like the one I took to Argentina. That oh, I, that's that's sweet. Yeah, that I didn't use there. <laughs> but it's just like that one, except mine's red, so it's cooler. Of course, of course. Yep, yep. So um, there are a couple of people who actually have names in this area. So uh, I may. Check out. I think everyone has a name. True. <laughs> this is what happens when we do this over the holidays. Yes. Yes. All right. Anyway, um, so yeah, um, that's something to look forward to in the new year. It is our resolution, high resolution, high definition, pointy fingers. Woo. <laughs> All right. You got any news? Um. No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Cool. Endo news. Oh, 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 oh. Nope, 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 nope. All right. Well, the the whole the Vidmus thing. Yes. And for um, the uh, Electronic Village. Yeah. So for people who are going to or planning to attend TESOL or can't plan or can't afford to get to TESOL this year, uh, it is January and I'm going to try to get this turned around right away so people can get it. Um, the EVO, the Electronic Village Online, is sponsoring workshops, etc., for you to check stuff out. Um, I will have a link in the show notes because uh, I don't have anything here. Um, but go check it out. Um, it's put on by uh, Elizabeth Hansen Smith, doctor, um, and she. Uh, she and uh, Nicholas Gromick are kind of in charge of doing that, and they're doing some pre-conference stuff too. So um, it's worth it, uh, and I think it'll be a good good way to check out what's happening and get some new ideas for stuff. Very cool. Very cool. Cool. So, so. We'll check that out. Um, go to the go to the website, and I should have the links up in there. So. And you can – did you say – because I was – looking at something online. Did you say to go to the T-Cell org website or to our website? To our website. Okay, but you can also go to the tsol.org website, oh. and they should have it under the 2009 convention. Mm. Very cool. Excellent. So. so that's the news. That is the news. Yep. All right, and that's a nice little segue um, because this year's T-Cell 2009 
convention theme, if you will, is Uncharted Mountains Forging New Pathways. And so, since it is the new year... Yes, I know, I know. It's it's cheesy as most theme titles for conventions are. Mm-hmm. T-Cell gets but... prizes for that. <laughs> but it it is the new year. Um, we are actually recording this on January 2nd and not the 1st, but you can... And you won't get this until the quit, 10th anyway, so... freaking telling them when we record. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, so we're trying to look at um, new pathways for that TESOL is going. Perhaps this year, perhaps a little later. Yeah, not even future. not even TESOL like the organization. I'm talking... We're talking about uh, ESL, stuff that uh, the our field... Um, yes. In the last year, can you think of anything important that's happened in the last year for uh, ESL? I got a new job. Excellent. <laughs> that has moved. That has moved the field forward quite a bit. Um, about the only well, thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, about the only thing I can think of is uh, the publication of uh, widgets. Um. It was a Marcus's was a good book. move. Yeah, Marcus's book uh, was a good move towards more of material being available for task base and something that's actually coherent and professional. Um, but and uh, works well. And works well. And 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 yeah, enjoyed by the students. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, I can't think of anything major that's uh, come up. Well, it's it's kind of interesting working on, on this side of the water because doing teaching writing, even academic writing um, overseas, it's all five paragraph essay. Hate that. And and yeah, but that's the standard and that's the yeah. norm. And it it is even the norm here. Mm-hmm. Um, but. There's there's a lot of resentment towards it that it limits and that uh, mainstream professors uh, really despise it. They mm-hmm. despise students coming in and trying to fit everything into a simple and tidy themed essay <laughs> when essay prompts really aren't tidy and want more than just a simple compare-contrast essay or so forth. Right. And so there are it seems like there are steps to move away from try to move away from that. Thank God. <laughs> Easier said than done. Yes. But yep. um so that's another new maybe direction that uh academic writing is heading towards. About time. It that's is good. about time. It is about time. But um and but I don't for for overseas I don't think just the five paragraph, and I don't think the five paragraph essay is totally bad. And I think we could we could spend a whole show on this, so I won't get into it that much. We'll wait, and we'll yeah, go back and look because I think we did a half a show about ranting on the five paragraph essay. Check the archives at edgycation.org. <laughs> well, then I'll come back and I'll defend it a little. Okay, it does need to move beyond, but it is a, a good little foundation for students who it's a, it's a fine starting place. Exactly. Exactly. So, but so that's another, 
direction that ESL might be heading towards the non five paragraph essay. Good. essay. good, good. And if you can think of a new title, because it's not really a composition, it's not a five paragraph essay, what would you call that? Academic writing. <laughs> oh, a new I title. I need a catchphrase for it. Academic writing. There you go. So Got to have mm. jazz hands while you do it, though. <laughs> jazz fingers. <laughs> so there's, there's that. So the topic um, uh, for today primarily is um, where are we going in 2009? What's on the horizon? What uh, should be on the horizon and stuff? And we're, we're basing it um, a lot of this off of a blog, I guess, that, yeah. that we, we've read. It's called Teacher in Development. Right. Um, you can find it at teacherindevelopment, all one word, dot blogsum.com. And then there's a the whole, notes, so. yeah, there will be a link because there's a lot of slashes and continuations after that right. initial one. Right, right. So, uh, I'll let you head into it. So, yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at, um, our opinions and their opinion. Uh, the one article that we're pretty much looking at is the November 19th, 2008, uh, ESL industry broken question mark. Broken. Uh, Yes. <laughs> uh, so um, we don't know who the author of the blog is, which is a little bit of a drag. Um, hey, but wait, comment by Alex Case, but I, I've looked around on the site. I didn't see anything. So uh, anyway, um, it could be back in some of the old whatever. Anyway. Uh, so he talks about, you know, basically book learning, the problem, and actually it kind of parallels the problem of the whole five paragraph essay thing that we just mentioned. Um, it's where, you know, the ESL industry based on what he's saying is talking about mostly the Akaiwa, the, the English schools, uh, approach where, you know, the, this, the curriculum is divided into low intermediate and, uh, high or, advanced and then each of those have a couple of levels same thing that you find at like berlitz or <clears throat> excuse me at berlitz or things like uh places like intrax or whatever the major uh, english language school for that area for your area is you can find it at kansai gaidai man the, yeah, the, but the this conversation is, classes. This one is a little these. different. It, it's because with the with the Akaiwa, the the language school stuff, um, you can be forced to repeat something until your wallet runs out. And at Gaidai and other university level stuff, it, it is split into streams, but it's not exactly the same type of thing. They they, um, yeah, it's it's a little different. True. True. Um, because. Once you get through the class, as long as uh, you actually do some of the work, then you will be a little bit better by the end in theory. Uh, whereas right. at a language school, um, yeah, that's a nice thought, but the goal is for you to buy a new book and move into a new level and pay them a little bit more money. Right. And the first level, like when I was at the Hagwan, did the Language Institute in Korea, the first level was... Uh, interchange intro A, and then they moved into intro B, and then they moved to interchange one, then interchange two. Right, 
Right. And so there's, and they make money on each book that the students buy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they may, they do all right on the tuition, but the tuition primarily is towards rent and uh, teachers' uh, salaries. Paying the dancing monkeys. Yes. Yes. And so um, what this is saying is, you know, uh, the the quote that I'm looking at, I'm pretty sure the book method works somehow, somehow, but I wonder if it's the most effective strategy to adapt. I think he means adopt. Um, he, uh, no, <laughs> it, it works because I mean, that's, that's the thing with the, with the English schools, you can go through and fill in all the blanks and go through each page of the book. And each page of the workbook and whatever, and the students will turn it back into you, and that's fine. But when they go back out of the classroom, it's all gone, right? Well, it, it not only is it all gone, but even if it's if it is there, they've just basically memorized the dialogues, and if the conversation takes a little ten degree turn away from what they know, hi, how are you? Oh, I'm good. And and how's it going for you? Uh, what? Right, right. Oh, right. how are you? Oh, yes. Then right. They're they're lost. Yep. Because yeah, I I I hesitate to say it, but the language institute isn't about actually teaching English in the majority of cases. Now, I'm not saying that that's the case for everybody, but uh by I'll and agree. large. I'll agree. Yeah. I'll agree. But I mean, I think it's it's like that in a lot of schools mm-hmm. also. Sure, sure. At, at, at every level, whether it's high schools doing a bilingual program or uh, universities uh, like uh, I'm at uh, mm-hmm. that are trying, that are, you know, teaching English. Um, it's, and I want to go back to reference um, Marcos's book again, this whole idea of this task-based thing. Uh, that is, seems to be the direction that everybody is heading towards. And so, and it seems to work because students are having to negotiate the meaning of, you know, what they're trying to, they're having to negotiate the communication uh, into a level that they are comfortable with, familiar with, and putting together new and novel um, uh, constructions that, that still work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so... um I think that a lot of that is is a very important shift in tactic rather than filling out the blanks. Uh, it's, uh, you know, filling in the conversation. Right. I'll agree. I'll agree. And I think what you're right in, in describing this mainly for language institute general conversation classes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think uh, academic purposes is a different field than what uh, the writer was going for, and so forth. And so, yeah, he mentions, it's, he's saying kind of for action-based learning, or action learning, right? which is just another word, or another term for task-based learning. But um, he also says that he suggests basically teaching them English for what they know, which is English for specific purposes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there are whole classes for that business English per se, and uh, English for science majors and things like that. Right. And even around here, if you find there's what uh, a couple of uh, teaching hospitals 
uh, a couple of med schools, uh, one dentistry school. And so, you know, when I've seen, um, you know, them putting up um, uh, recruitment bulletins and stuff for teachers, the, you know, they're focusing on uh, medical vocabulary and stuff like that. Right. They want people who have a background in being able to teach on the medical stuff. But in just general, maybe um, adult learning or language institutes, you can't really go into very specific purposes because you have such students from such diverse backgrounds. Right, right. So I think that is impossible. But, um, and not give Marcus too many plugs, but I mean, the, the nice thing about widgets is... It's having them do, yes, it's mostly towards a business world, but it's a lot of conflict resolution within groups, um, group negotiation, and using just language in new ways. And to really increase fluency, I don't think his book really increases vocabulary that much, per se, um, or straight out vocabulary. Mm-hmm. They're, right, they're, yeah, having, yeah. they're using whatever vocabulary they have um to negotiate right 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 um, i don't think it brings a lot of new vocabulary in but no but it i mean you know the, but it's it's the fir- it's a first step it's not you know the thing i agree but, but the other thing with it is every book that's like that is going to maybe look at a different set of vocabulary you were talking about you know um having uh students of different backgrounds for right. the uh esp the special purposes stuff, right? No, 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 no. Out of normal, normal classes, normal adet, um, adult education or language institutes oh, right, around right. the world. Yeah, because special purposes classes, I mean, you're, everybody's there to learn English related to business. Or One related, single yeah, background, yes. Right. So I was going to catch that. I'm not that drunk. No, no. Yet. But, but I mean, I, that's, it's a different different kind of ball game. And even then, you got to be careful about... Um, you know, using that's this is why I don't use textbooks uh, mm-hmm. because you know a, a lot of it's easy to fall back onto. Okay, do pages thirty two and thirty three for homework, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye, peace. And uh, um, you know, just going through one step at a time. I'm going to read the book to you. Are you ready for me to read the book to you? Great. Um, right. So, as a teacher, that's great. I don't have to do nothing. You know, <laughs> I have to have read the book before, but if I've taught the book before, then I don't even have to read it again. I just, I know what's going to be coming up based on the chapter right. title. And so, yeah. um, and that's the one thing with, uh, I mean, I, I, to a degree, I suppose, um, task-based stuff like widgets would, boy, he, he, he needs, he owes me some money. That's all I has to it. Um, us. Task, yeah, us. us, us. That's what I meant. Us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even test-based books like that, you know, once you run through it a couple of times, the the thing is it's it's more group-based. So I don't think that it would have the same kind of boring role that, I'm, that yeah. you get with a regular textbook. I could True. be wrong because it's still a little fresh. No, it, it is total group-based. Um and for for widgets, it's staying in the same group for the whole semester. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the bad thing about widgets is the book only lasts a semester, so right. there's. <laughs> I think they're working on widgets too, but 
not yet. Yep. It isn't published yet. Yep. But um it is it is interesting and I think that is the the new approach that more teachers are trying to do. Um give their students it's also known as project based learning and all mm -hmm. that. The only the only bad thing is that some students I don't I don't know the numbers, but uh some students don't like group based learning. Right. And actually, you know, I am generally one of those students. Uh I, I don't like group based because you I don't trust my group. Mm -hmm. It's maybe a personal issue. I don't know. <laughs> but um but it, it, that is a problem. Um that uh you know, sometimes you get groups that are work well together and sometimes you don't, which is why I liked your the the video stuff that you were doing because it mm -hmm. was a group based approach, but the groups change so often that if you ended up in a dud group, you know, it's still you know to an extent the the the, the second year that I did it or the last year that I did it, the third year I guess, um I, I offered them you can rotate if you want. And most groups liked their people, so they didn't. Mm. So the one or two dud groups they were kind of forced to stay the same. They stuck. They got stuck. Stay yeah. the same group. And uh, that's the one one student who really rebelled enough to go over me and uh, do a little bitching to my superiors because she hated group-based projects. I mean, she didn't like me also, but that's a whole other story. So. <laughs> But yeah, so I I mean, if for no other reason, that's that in particular is a good reason to, uh, you know, force them to change whether you think it's a good idea or not. Mm -hmm. um, that way, the the bad kind of gets spread out, so it's a nice thin layer. Right. You know. But very uh, true. So there you go. So yeah, I think which brings us. I mean, we've kind of gone around it, but. Another direction that more people are going towards is project or group-based learning uh, than just individual work right. in the classroom. Well, individual work you don't need a classroom for. You know, it's, it, it's, not, it's not important. He's talking about something like, what is this, action learning? It's just, it's task-based learning. There's another, they send it to that other link. Oh, right, right, right. Which totally doesn't have anything to do with ESL, but no, but I mean it's it's just still works. I mean, it's yeah. education. It yeah, and it's still it's task based learning. It's it's focusing on tasks that are appropriate to the background of whoever you're teaching, mm -hmm. and then talking about after they've done an assignment, uh, generalizing the results and. Uh, Applying it to future projects or goals or whatever. Yeah, the the title of that book is what? Action Learning, a recipe. A recipe for success. By Marshall Goldsmith. Um, no, I think that's who does the blog. Oh. I don't know who, if if Marshall, actually. We'll we'll put the. Uh, yeah, we'll put the link. In the, yeah. Yeah, we'll put the link. In the show notes, you'll put the link in the show notes. Yep, 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 yep. I'll sit back and reap the benefits. 
Uh, so one of the other things that I wanted to hit is uh, 25 years ago, TSA, TSOL, TSOL today, the need for new directions. Which is actually TSOL yesterday, but. Yeah. Uh, the need for new directions. So 25 years ago, 1974, um, the TSOL instruction has made some progress over traditional forms of education in meeting the needs of bilingual students. And then they go on to basically recap everything that we've just said. So um, in the last 25 years, there are a couple of the couple of the points: uh, in, increased emphasis on cultural sensitization, um, so that non-English speaking cultures are appreciated. That has gotten much better. Um, so you see a lot. There's a lot of stuff out there now that it focuses on all, you know, very broad uh, world culture stuff. Right. And doesn't focus on North American culture, Canadian, U.S. As much anymore. Well, I mean, it's Canada still... has culture. What? You can write to him. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> from Canada. Um, yes, they have maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> you can send that letter to him too. Complain about me. Um. Anyway, the point the point being that it's it's moved out and and that has gotten much better. Um, talking a little yeah, but bit. Yeah, your point is that all the pat all the new directions that we've been saying really aren't new except people for, were talking about it 25 well years and that's ago. that's the thing i mean but still if that's exactly what i'm saying but even even with this it's gotten bigger but you know out of a hundred percent pie right it's still only 10 percent. everybody's still focusing on on primarily u.s culture uh and yeah and only focusing on Canada, Canadian culture as as how it's you know in in those margins where it's different, and you know and, and the Canadians can get mad. That's fine. Canadians. What's what's that? And and in those classes that are actually taught by Canadians. Right, right. Um, but you know, U.S. culture and Canadian culture is very similar. And anyway, I'm not going to get into that because the more I talk, the more <laughs> trouble I'll get in. But the point. I taught curling. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> the point that I'm getting at, though, is that, you know, that is still the majority of it. And so it's increased from 1% to like 10% um, in the acknowledgement of cultures outside of the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. Adult, ESL adult instruction, I don't think has uh, made that much changes, although there has been a bit of growth in special purposes. I don't know if special purposes really counts for adult ed. In ESL, I don't think so. I think it's still sep- I would I would count it separately. Yeah, and it, it, usually adult learners don't do uh, AP either, so uh, academic purposes. So they're get they're really stuck with with exactly what they had in 1974. <laughs> you know, there's nothing new going on. It depends mm-hmm. on the level, but a lot of it is still survival skills, mm-hmm. survival language, and. Well, EFL versus ESL in that case. And the content, the content teaching has gotten much better. And there's still, you know, bilingual total bilingual support programs are still being fought about in California and other places. So all over the country, yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot, a lot that it should be us looking at this 25 years after it was published saying, Oh, you know, we've fixed all these problems. Now we need to find some new problems, but the problem, but the real problem is that we're still looking at this. 
and still dealing with the same stuff that, you know, some of the people who listen to this program are younger than 25 years old. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like me. Yeah, like you. <laughs> At least your shirt. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, anyway, uh, so we got to find, you know, we know what how to take care of this stuff. We just need to, to do it and bring it in. Hopefully we know how to take care of it. Yeah. We should know how to we should take know care how of this take stuff. Care of it, yeah. So but so that's a little depressing, disappointing. But you know. Yeah, yeah. Um one of the so that's pretty much it for our topic. Uh what do you think about the topic and what what directions would you like to see ESL go towards? Yes. Be creative, be crazy, go nuts. And uh, write your go nuts comments on the, at the website. Uh, before we get into the um, the whole wrap up thing, I do want to mention one other thing: uh, Hulu dot com. For those of you who are in the U.S., uh, you could do a really. There are some really interesting things you could do with Hulu dot com. If you don't know what that is, it's kind of like YouTube for television. So the big uh, for network television for network television. Um, the big uh, conglomerates, ABC, well, whatever the alphabet soup is, ABC, NBC, CBS, TNT, mm-hmm. Sci-Fi, whatever. Most of them have kicked in Fox. television shows. Fox have kicked CW, the WB. CW, the, the WB or whatever it is now, <laughs> uh, have kicked in TV shows for you for that you can watch streaming online for free. Um, now, the catch is if you're outside of the U.S., uh, you need to go find... Do a Google search for Hulu and Hotspot Shield and uh, look at that because you have to have an, a U.S. IP address for it to work. Uh, so. But it, it's a good tool that if you want students to focus on one particular series mm-hmm. uh, in your classroom and you don't want them to actually have to pay to rent the DVDs of the series and you don't want to illegally copy them for all the students because that is illegal, illegal. and bad. Oh, so bad. Exactly. All right. I, mean, I would never cry. consider. We don't <laughs> condone that at all. Not at all. Not at all. So this is a legal way to have them able to watch the whole series. Now, not every series is on. Right. The um, website and not every, maybe even episode. Yeah, not every episode of every series is of what they have is available. But some of the older stuff that's not on the on the TV anymore, uh, Archie Bunker's Place, they have basically the whole ser- series of that, which is kind of bizarre. But Archie Bunker was a, a good one to look at some of the problems That'd in the That would be great US for culture. a cultural class. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, if but are, it's not just old TV shows. It's very current TV shows and, and current seasons as well. Right. So Lost and Heroes shows up on there as mm-hmm. well. So, um, But it, it could be a really interesting way to, uh, you know, if you're in the U.S., to get the students to do it. I mean, uh, and when I say in the U.S., I'm really in the U.S. In Canada, it doesn't work. So you have to have a U.S. IP address. So sorry, Canada. Yep. But anyway, back to the uh, closing stuff. 
Uh, if you do decide to use Hulu, let me know what uh, what you're doing with it and how you're doing going to use it. Uh, I personally ordered Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog to be taking a look at uh, in my culture class, and uh, we'll see how that goes. I'll give you an update in a couple weeks. Um, so for those of you who are out there who can send us email, my email is scott at edgycato. Please check at the beginning of the show. <laughs> and mine is s-c-o-t-t-d-u-a-r-t-e, all one word, all lowercase, at education.org. Yes. So thanks for listening, everybody. Um, Did we ever say thank you to uh, being mentioned? Yes. Yeah, we we I think we did last time. But let's okay. do it again just to uh be sure. So thank you very much for everyone uh who came to us via Net at Night and uh Amber MacArthur and Leo Laporte. We uh thank you very much for your help and uh getting the word out. Um uh which also brings me to the next point of if you have friends in the ESL field or thinking about going into the ESL field, hook them up with the uh, archive and uh, hook them up with the uh, subscription to the show. And It's not late to give uh, holiday presents. That's right. And you can even give us. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, thank Bring you. us home for the holidays. Exactly. exactly. Bring us... Uh, anyway. Um, so 2009, we're going to really push to kind of expand the field. We want to get uh, a lot more people in there um as far as podcasts go we have the most episodes out of anybody we've even surpassed esl teacher talk which is another very fine show that we've dissed in the past but we're gonna not diss now they got better the the quality got better and i mean they have some they get interviews around the world so i mean they're doing the interview thing well yep so go check them out uh and uh blog about us and on your own blogs, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your dog, and as long as they can... Write us down on bathroom stalls. There you go. Hey, that's a great marketing language. <laughs> in the bathrooms, in the bathrooms at ESL institutions. That... <laughs> that would For be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, on that note, Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks Happy for listening. New Year. And we look forward to a great 2009 with you. Have a good one. Take care, everyone.